Yo, welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour, uh, technical difficulties edition. Th- this is a nightmare. This whole week's been a nightmare. Uh, I'm stuck in Atlantic City, uh, for the seventh day in a row, just doing the weirdest, just toughest shows, uh, and just feeling like just staying in this condo, which actually overlooks the beach, but it's Memorial Day weekend, so they're just pumping dance music actually just had a stand-up nightmare i was uh i was sleeping and i had a dream i was doing stand-up in whole foods without a mic and no one was listening to me and just this music was playing so loud and this one just one woman was trying to listen to the show and i just go to her i go can you even hear me and she just shakes her head real sad at me like no. And, uh, and I woke up and I realized I was just listening to all the right said Fred and just garbage that's being pumped out of uh, the beach speakers. I can't believe you're forced to listen to what the boardwalk wants you to hear. I mean, it, you, you can't, you guys can't hear it, but it's, it's, it's coming through my wall and I'm on the third story. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's affecting the people that are here. And yes, I am going to be a little bit condescending to the people of Atlantic City throughout the entire podcast. I'm sorry if you're from the area, but you know what I'm talking about. Wearing your fucking shorts to dinner at a nice restaurant. What is wrong with you? Um, I wanted to play you some of Carl W. Carl W. Daniels. New album, Dirty Drunk Love, but this equipment I have is just garbage, so I'm not going to be doing that for you, but pick it up, check it out at dirtydrunklove.info. Um, it's really good. It's really mellow. You can probably get someone pregnant to this music, so be careful, all right? If you're not financially stable enough, don't play this record in front of someone you have a crush on, because it will happen. <laughs> That's a guarantee. Um... Rate and review us on iTunes. Pump us up the charts, you know? Make us popular. Everybody always comes up to me after shows and is like, I heard you on... They always say they heard me on some different podcast. But what about ours, man? What about the Full Charge Power Hour? So spread the word, tell a friend. What do I want to plug? I don't even care. I just ran into some good fortune. I don't even want to say what it is yet, but in June I'm going to be working a lot... And I don't even care if you buy anything right now. Let's save that for the starvation months. But you know what to do. I got stuff for sale at thefullcharge.com, including my album, including t-shirts, including just nothing. If you want to just spend, send money straight through the internet to thefullcharge.com, hey, I ain't going to stop you. I would encourage you to go to PubWeb in Philadelphia this Wednesday. Um, May 27th, Pub Web, because I'm going to be rocking mics. I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy, as well as May 28th at Levity Live in West Nyack. Show up to these things, especially the, the West Nyack. It's just like a shopping mall. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out. I haven't had a night off in a long time, and I won't for a long time. Uh, started this little tour on May 15th, and it's now, what, May 24th? 
And uh, I ain't going to be home in my own bed until May 30th. Yikes! Back on tour on May 8th. That's cool, though. That's a whole week. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. It's not going to be a good one this week, folks. Uh, but episode 122, no one really listened to. So go back and listen to that because uh, we had iTunes problems. Don't we always? Um, let's see. It says looking for openers in Chicago. That was a while ago. I got to update my notes. Full charge dog bark ringtone. <laughs> so sad. I was doing dog barks during my, uh, my stand up this week and people were like, what the fuck? People actually say out loud, like, what the fuck? I don't get it. It's like, yeah, I'm the full charge. That's what I do. Um, oh yeah, there is stuff to talk about. Let me see if I can't get Craig on the phone. Uh, I was mouthing off this week. People were just telling me, the owner of the club was just telling me how to do my stand-up. I just, I have a real problem with authority. I've gotten really better in my old age. Like, it's your club. You know, I'll do whatever you want. But he was just such a pain in the ass to me all week. I started, like, mouthing off back to him. And then he like came up to me. He's like, "Hey, I just want you to know, we really like you here, and we want to ask you back. I mean, you know, I was just busting your balls." And it's like, how come whenever you someone busts your balls, and then you bust their balls back, they're like, "Oh, I, I, I was just busting balls. I was just kidding." Can't I kid too? Can't I be a dick too? How come I'm not allowed to do that shit? Um. Actually got along really well with the other comics, but I want to play you this one thing. Everyone was on my ass when I first got there, and I want to see if this is uh, available to hear. The audio is probably terrible on this. Yeah, that's not happening. We're not doing that. I don't even know if I can make a phone call this week. This shit is just so terrible. Is this entertaining to anybody? Uh, let's call Craig and see if we can't... Uh, oh, shit. See if we can't get something going here and again i'm already apologizing for this episode because i'm just out of my element i'm i'm i've been dreading putting this equipment together and this is the road equipment it picks up all these like am ham radio signals and shit ruins all the fucking sound and there i am cursing over top of everything now i'm trying to find craig's number uh, I wouldn't blame you if you want to go listen to another podcast. I will not hold you hold that against you. Let's see. Is this Craig here? And the internet doesn't fucking work here at all either. It's it's goddamn... And the phones don't goddamn work. Craig call me. Please leave a message. Yo, Craig. It's full charge. Uh, give me a call if you can. I'm doing a half-assed attempt at doing the podcast. So give me a call. Craig's in Minneapolis doing that um that Bigfoot thing everybody <laughs> got in a big fight about. If you haven't listened to episode 122, go ahead. This trip started off weird though. I um I took Super Shuttle on the way to the airport to LAX and dude shows up early. Super Shuttle always does that. They show up early, so I'll just be setting my alarm for like, I don't know, 3.15 and then they'll be like calling me and telling me they're here at 3.17 when the ride isn't supposed to come until 3.30 and he keeps showing up early for everybody which means we're all just we're just waiting 
outside everybody's door. And then at one point, we start getting closer and closer to Skid Row. And then we end up in Skid Row. And the driver shows up to what I'm assuming is a homeless shelter. Um, guy comes down, this old man comes down, and he's like, he's like, hey, you help me with my bags? Right? And then they start arguing about it. The one guy is like, uh, the driver's, the, <laughs> the, the old man goes, he goes, they don't like me. They won't help me. They don't like me because I'm talented. Like he's, he's got a guitar on him. And then the driver's like, what, what makes you think I'm going to like you? And then just when you think he's not going to help him with the bags, the driver leaves me and about four other strangers on the bus, on the van, in, on skid row, on goddamn skid row. And the, the, the minutes are just ticking by. Takes him 10 to 15 minutes to get all of this stuff. He puts it in the trunk or whatever. And then this old man <laughs> sits down next to me, smelling of so much booze. He's got a cigarette in his mouth. It's not lit, but it's the deal where it was lit. And then he put it out and then he put it back in his mouth. So it's that stale ass shitty tobacco smell. And then uh, apparently they worked this out at one point. They go to the Cecil Motel where I famously stayed in 2007, this real crummy weekly hotel where this woman was actually killed or committed suicide or something. No one really knows what happened. Google this story. She ended up in the water supply on top of the building and uh, people were complaining about the water, how bad it smelled. That's because it was a decomposing body in the, uh, in the water supply and they have surveillance footage of her being very cute uh very cute very um confused walking around the building just like looking like huh what what it's like one of those it's like the ring or the grudge or something like that because she's asian too so it seems like this really um you know it seems like one of those movies where the asian kid comes down the stairs and he's possessed by the devil and stuff uh but we stop at the cecil motel and the driver goes hey he goes there's a there's an atm in here so apparently they worked out a deal, which I didn't even know you could pay cash for Super Shuttle. They worked out a deal while they were doing the bags that this guy could stop somewhere else and get uh money out. And then one guy, and now it's like he was early for everybody, but now it's like an hour and a half before me and this other guy's flight is about to take off. We're supposed to be at the goddamn airport at this point. And the one guy, you know, he did that like uptight white guy thing where he's like, um, we're gonna, we're gonna have to get there right now. Me, I just stay quiet and then sue somebody. I hold it inside. It's, it's good for you. Um, we get there. I don't think the old guy with the cigarette in his mouth even had a flight. He just, uh, he, I don't, he didn't get off at any airline. I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's up to. Maybe he just wanted to go to the beach. You know, I think that could be it. I sat next to a homeless person on a, um, on a flight one time. I was sitting in the middle and we sat down and, uh, well, first of all, this one guy with no teeth and like raggedy ass clothes, dirty as hell, long hair is sitting in my seat. And I'm like, Hey, you're sitting in my seat, man. He's like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you're sitting in my seat. He's like, how do you know? And I'm like, there's, there's seat numbers 
on all the tickets. When they give you a ticket, that's how you know where to sit. And he, he takes his ticket out and looks at it, then goes back and tries to find it. Meanwhile, I'm about to sit down and the other guy who, who looks even worse than the guy I kicked out of my seat, he goes, uh, he goes, I wouldn't sit there. He goes, cause I got a colostomy, I got a colostomy bag and there's feces all over the seat. I'm, I'm crying. I'm just like, this is in Chicago. We got to fly all the way back to LA and I'm sitting next to this maniac who's already told me that he's shit on his, on my fucking seat. He has no problem. He didn't do that. But he has no problem telling a stranger that his shit, I'm going to go my whole life without telling a stranger that I shit on their seat and that they shouldn't sit on it. That's, that's the forecast for my future. This guy, that's his first card. That's his first move when he meets somebody. He thinks that's going to work. It would have worked, uh, if you don't have to do assigned seating on a flight. And halfway through the flight, he, we're sitting in an emergency exit row. And he, he turns to me, he goes, Hey, if I open this door, will we all die? And I'm like, yes, yes, we'll all fucking die. If you open that door, are you thinking about opening that door? Again, I don't say anything. I should have said something. And, uh, and then <laughs> the guy that was in my seat comes rolling down the aisle and he goes, Hey man, you got a cigarette? to the to the guy that's now sitting next to me and he goes you got a marlboro and they take it out and they're they're about to smoke i, I forget which one of them goes hey i don't know if you can uh i don't know if you can actually smoke in here <laughs> no you can't now the question arises what are these guys doing on the plane because uh unless it's some kind of hidden camera show i'm guessing that they're drug mules i'm guessing that someone paid them to travel with illegal substances. Um, and they picked the wrong guys because these guys are not low key at all, but they must have done it just for the plane ticket. Then when we land, this dude pulls out a cell phone and I'm like, huh? It's really confusing. I couldn't tell if they were homeless or not, but they were definitely in bad shape. These guys. Um, and so. We land, and you know how there's always somebody chilling with a, um, a wheelchair at the, uh, that you have to order a wheelchair when you're, when you're flying, I assume. You have to request one. Well, this dude, and I'm guessing he didn't order it, just plops down in the wheelchair and he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. Ready to go to baggage claim, pick up my cocaine. And I think they wheeled them off because they assume, you know, if you're, if you want to sit in the thing that you probably, it's probably, but you're at least mentally handicapped. Um, two weeks later, I see this guy at La Brea and Sunset just chilling. And I'm with my girlfriend at the time and I just go, that's the guy. And he turns and looks at me like, whatever. I'm sure he hears that all day long. Uh, cause the guy is not shy. Uh, but it was just very, very strange because I was just telling the story to my girlfriend and there he was. He appeared. Maybe he's just a figment of my imagination. But look at that. I just killed 10 minutes on the fucking podcast without any help from anybody. I was ordering a burrito here <laughs> at the Travacana in Atlantic City. And as I order it, 
I'm like, yeah, give me some of that pico de gallo. And the woman just starts laughing. Like, oh my God, this white guy knows how to say pico de gallo. I'm like, I'm from California. All right, that story went nowhere. Let's try and, uh, it's going to be a short one today, folks. I'm surprised I can even, uh, pump out what I've done. But like I said, like, good things are happening in the full charge universe and I'm going to have more time and more resources to pump into this thing. And I'm hoping to do it starting in July. I'm hoping to do this more than once a week with guests. Oh God, do I need guests? That's pretty fucking evident all of a sudden. Hear that noise? Yeah. This, I mean, this podcast is unlistenable. And don't bitch about me about a short episode either. I just don't, I don't want to hear about it. Don't, don't, just don't, just don't talk to me this week. Just don't talk to me. Just leave me alone this week. Hi, this is Eric Wendell. I can't answer my phone right now. How about I just give out Eric Wendell's phone number and you guys can call him direct? Would you enjoy that? Wendell, it's full charge. Give me a call. I'm trying to do the podcast by myself and I'm failing miserably. All right? Call me, you freak. So this is how they introduced me all week. Listen to the way they pronounce my name. It's pre-recorded. Shitty music, right? Ugh. What a nightmare. Just me all nervous. <laughs> just, ugh. Just, you can imagine how sick your stomach would feel. Knowing you're gonna go out there to, like, listen. Fulcreon. <laughs> there was not a warm reception from Matt Fulcreon. Oh my god. And so it's pre-recorded and so they never fix it. It's just every day. Eight shows. Just, just the same old bad recording every time. Ugh. 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 You can only imagine the Groundhog Day. It's been like, I don't know if I said this before. This week has been like, the, um, the first half of the sixth season of The Sopranos where Tony's in a coma. And he's just trying to find his wallet. That's what it's like. It's just stuck. Stuck in Atlantic City. Ugh, hold on a second. I want to see if I can't find this little exchange between me and the other comic, who I've grown to love, by the way. But it is a funny exchange. Hold on. So here's some audio I got of uh, this kid who who really turned out to be my friend. But at the time, it was like, he's, he's killing me. Everyone was killing me with the advice. When I showed up on how to work this room, it's like, yo, if I don't know how to work this room, so what? It's almost a bad thing if you learn how to work a bad room. So listen to this. Back and dead, sir. He walks out. 
And he comes back in with some advice. Listen to my asshole ass. You know what you're doing. But I always tell people, whenever Don't I... Don't tell me anything. I work the crowd. <laughs> Don't tell me anything. Old Full Charge had a little bit of an attitude today, but that's because I didn't, or this week, because that's because I didn't feel welcome. I did not feel welcome at this joint. The other comic turned out to be cool as shit. And actually, Bob actually kind of turned out to be cool as shit, but Jesus Christ. Then you get here, and they tell you, the first thing you get is a um, is a little uh, Xerox printout, and it said, we would like to thank you for your patience and cooperation over the past three months in regard to the situation of delayed checks. So in other words, you get here and they hand you a piece of paper that says, you're not getting paid for a month. Something you could have mentioned before, it's actually kind of shitty etiquette, but whatever. And then you get another. It's great as a comic when you get bitched out for what other comic people, comics have done. You get another letter that said, It has come to my attention that the use of the F-bomb has gone from an occasional here and there to constant throughout the performance. For those of you who have been with me for a while, you know we used to have a one-fuck maximum. Now it appears we have gone far afield from that, and the language has gotten unnecessarily strong and abusive. There is no reason for this. If your joke needs fuck to work, rewrite the joke. (laughs) So you show up and they tell you, hey, uh, you're not getting paid, you know. uh, Theoretically, you're getting paid, but I'll be in fucking California There'll be nothing I can do about it if he decides not to pay me. And here's how you do your comedy. All right, maybe you guys don't care about this shit. I just think it's insane. Um, yeah, I'm boring myself this fucking week. But it's nice to talk to you guys. I, I, uh, I've been so goddamn lonely. <laughs> just sitting around a studio apartment for seven days straight. Ugh, can I release this? I don't know. Uh, I got this message from Wendell when I was down getting something to eat. Hey, full charge. Hey, I was sleepy. I just woke up. You didn't tell me you were going to the show today. He was, he said, I was going back later or something. That's exactly what we'll do. That's exactly what this podcast needs. This is a little Eric Wendell. <clears throat> Great noise, by the way. Great noises going on on this podcast. Unreleasable. The most unreleasable podcast I've ever put out. But, you know, it's better than nothing. That's the thing about podcasts. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's coming in at all. Yo. What up, dog? London. Chilling, chilling in Atlantic City, all by my lonesome. Atlantic City, nice, man. <laughs> yeah, have you ever been here? No. Yeah, well, don't come visit and keep thinking it's nice. <laughs> Dude, it's not like a Boardwalk Empire on HBO. I'm actually staying in the Ritz, which is where Nucky lived. 
Uh, that's not a joke. Right. I really am staying here. Uh, it's not as nice as it used to be. Uh, in fact, when I take a shower, like decades of people's hair come back up due to a clog in the drain. It's fucking awful. It's disgusting. Um, I can't wait to leave here. It's horrible. You know, walk in the walk in the door when I first get here. I've been here for seven days, by the way. Walk in the door, smells like goddamn smoke. Cigarette burns on the goddamn couch. God knows what else. God help me if they brought one of those like black lights out. <clears throat> this is. I'm not looking forward to. I I'm hoping I'm never coming back here. But you know, you say things like that. And the next thing you know, you're begging for work. Well, 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 <laughs> what are you up to? Well, I just got up, dude. I was just finishing up a bowl of cereal here. Breakfast time. In general, what are you up to? Um, well, I worked, let's see, did a couple, couple music videos. Uh, and I'm, uh, you get some more work. Uh, I finally got a part-time job at, uh, an airline at the airport, but I never heard back. Dude, you need to get on that. We'll be flying all, we'll, we'll fly the fucking team out to Atlantic City and do a show for real. One night only. On some companion passes. Cool. Hell yeah, it'd be cool I to do one like night. Ago, though, and I never heard anything. You need to call those motherfuckers back. I put online. I, I, didn't, I haven't even gotten a period. I don't have a phone number. So everything's online. Yeah. You think maybe they can check you out online? And see pictures of you holding guns and stuff? I don't and know. like t-shirt gate controversies and stuff? Bigfoot, Bigfoot gate controversies? <laughs> it's not really controversy for me. <laughs> uh, it seems to be controversy for... Uh, you're saying there's no argument. You're saying there's no contra. There's only verse, and that verse is sung. There is no Bigfoot. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what Craig's doing right now. I'm trying to get him on the phone. He's out in Minneapolis doing that Bigfoot show. Oh, really? Yeah. So I want to know how that went. Huh? I figured he was working uh, for the, what's the most solid place? Herald Examiner? Yeah. No, nah, dude, he's out, he's out looking for Bigfoot, doing shows about Bigfoot. <clears throat> that's what the whole, that's what started the whole controversy. Well, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Dude, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm all for him doing these shows. Well, sure, dude. I mean, bring back footage, you know video. Wouldn't you love to see Bigfoot? Wouldn't you love to know that Bigfoot is around? Um, or would that scare you? I could, you know, I could take it or leave it at this point. Like, it's not going to do anything for me. Like, I mean, unless Bigfoot talk English and tell us, you know, hey, uh, what I've been up to for the last 40 years, whatever. I think, I think you're asking too much. I think if you saw a 10-foot ape that was walking around on two feet, you would fucking, you'd be impressed. Well, I don't know, I don't know if impressed is the right word. Maybe terrified? Yeah. 
Maybe running in the opposite direction. Yeah, ter- being terrified's fun. There's a whole there's a whole horror movie genre about that. Right. By the way, you going to see Poltergeist? You know, I, I saw the trailer for that. It looked better than I thought it would be. I love when there's ever whenever there's clowns or dummies or dummy clowns. That shit is so scary. I fucking love it. It, lo- it looks pretty scary. Like it looks like they did a pretty good job. I'm surprised someone really wanted to remake that. It's got horrible reviews. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised someone remade it. I mean, the original movie was cursed. Like, so many different people died during the production of those movies. During the production? Yeah. During the production, like, after production, like, actors, like, that little girl died. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that was after. A couple crew members died. That was after, man. That show was cursed. <laughs> Tell me who died. I'd have to look it up, but I know the little girl died. After like 10 years after the movie came out. I, mm, I don't know if it was... I don't remember. I, I know something. Well, they made a few of those, right? So she died during one of the productions. What? I mean, on your own, I can get some info. I don't know if that helps. You know what's funny is all I saw, for the longest time, all I saw was Poltergeist 3. Hold on, I gotta fuck with this a little bit. Can you hear how crazy this... There's a little bit of feedback. I was wondering how it area. Yeah, there's feedback, there's static. I mean, it's just like, it's a disaster out here. All the internet connections are horrible. All the phone lines are horrible. This is going to be the worst reviewed podcast of all time. We're making a dud right here. We're making a fucking dud. was just talking about the Poltergeist curse two days ago. So, I mean, but that doesn't mean it's true. Because Craig's out there talking about Craig's out there talking about Bigfoot. That doesn't mean that's true. Here's the historian U.S. Horror guys actor Oliver Roberts says co-stars Gary Depp just tragic coincidence in quotes. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like a sarcastic quotes. It's like that's his words. No, I he, oh, yeah, it's not sarcastic. He he thinks that. He thinks that they're they're unrelated, right? Former you really child, think? Former child star Robert spoke out about the alleged curse that supposedly resulted in the death of five of his co-stars. Five people you're working with on a movie die. Yeah, that's just actors. Yeah, there's some fucking kind of curse going on. Dude, that movie came out 30 years ago. 1982. Like, people are gonna die over 30 or 40 years. Fucking happens. No, no, it happened during production. It did not. What does it say? Five people died during production. I remember this first, dude. I remember this movie. So, five people died during production. I was like nine years old. Don't you think that's just part of the fucking advertisement of the whole thing? No. Five, five people. Some movies are cursed. Five people died within five people died within three months. Is that what you're saying? And then so, and like demons did it? Or did Craig T. Nelson do it? That's what you got to ask yourself. I don't think Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> That's the movie um, I'm going to put out. 
the secret fucking murders that Craig T. Nelson did over the production of Poltergeist. That's a good movie idea. Oh, here we go. Uh, O'Rourke, who was a little girl, died in 40 years it's not crazy dude and you and and it's already changed you just said it was production during production okay, most of these deaths occurred in six, within six years of the production so what yeah the, a couple of them were 85 87 one was 88 one was during production there's um, hundreds there's hundreds of people working on a movie that big people are going to die over the next six years people I'm just saying I, I don't know of any other movie where so many different people died. Because this is the only one that's advertised that way. Because it, it fits. I guarantee you more people that worked on Raiders of the Lost Ark died in the 80s than Poltergeist. I'm just randomly picking that. I, I guarantee you there's movies that can beat the shit out of that statistic. I mean, there's that movie where the people die. There's movies where people died on set. Brandon Lee, that helicopter accident. Oh, I know. So I know. what the fuck? But I never heard of anyone else dying on any of the crow movies except for Brandon Lee. It wasn't like a long yeah. line of people. Yeah, you never heard of it. You never heard of it. But I guarantee you, five more people have died. I guarantee I don't it. Know, maybe. Don't you think this type of movie, Poltergeist, kind of serves? It's kind of like entertaining to say that it's cursed because it's a scary movie. Well, I'm sure that's why people are bringing it up now to get publicity for, for the new movie. But back in the day, I remember hearing about it. All right. We're not getting anywhere with this. You think your thing, I think my thing. 
All right. Um, Bigfoot. Let's you know, Bigfoot. Uh, Big, Wendell. Bigfoot's real. All right. I'm out of here. That's it. I'm out of here. Did you listen to that episode where Craig left? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that one. What happened? Oh, dude. Two episodes ago, Craig, we were arguing over Bigfoot, right? Or yeah. Brian Irwin was really hammering Craig about Bigfoot. It's episode 122. And Craig couldn't handle it because he was all sleep deprived from working at the Herald, those ungodly hours, right? He just throws his headphones off, stands up and walks out. Like he just, he's just out of there. It was, it was real controversy, man. It was, it was real. Wow. He, this is real. I thought this was like all like jokes and games. He was really upset about it. Well, he was upset at the time. I've since had him in and we talked about it. Actually, I saw him 10 minutes later, uh, after the whole thing happened and he was, he cooled off. But it's because he was real tired. Like bigger than Easter cake. That's well, well, not really, because everyone made up in five seconds. But uh, but it was it was weird because we were back at the Herald, you know, and all of a sudden the bad vibes were back. Dude, Dude that's only first. That I was saying that I was saying the Herald is haunted by bad vibes, by by like ghosts that try to get people to argue and stuff. It's like the reporters that used to screw each other. The reporters that used to work there like have bad vibes and they used to try to screw each other over and they're always arguing and stuff. I think I think that's what it is. That I kind of believe in. There's a stink on that building. There's a fucking there's a bad there's a dark cloud over that building. I never felt one there. Yeah, you did. We used to like argue all the time. Where else have we argued? Just there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. So maybe you're right. So that's the real story. And do you know how many people have died that used to work at the Herald? Thousands. Thousands. Probably a lot. Thousands. Thousands of people have died that used to work at the Herald. So the place is cursed. Dude, the 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 owner. Real cursed. Dude, the owner William Randolph Hearst. Dead. The owner. Dead. Well, Patty Hearst. Kidnapped. Patty Hearst. Kidnapped. People like jump off the roof or something, or there had to be like weird circumstances. Had to have died in the building, you know. Well, no one died on the set of Poltergeist. They died seven years later. Huh? Yes. How many died? What are you saying? I got three words for you. Craig T. Nelson. That motherfucker went on the project after project after project. Well, yeah, he keeps the time of the He's It's amazing. Is it? Or is it just standard fucking if shit? He died during production. November 4th, 1982, in the middle of the pro, out here in LA. Who did? Dominique Dunn. Alright. She, uh, she played Dana. Uh, she was one of the, she was an older sister, I think. 
And she died. She died in the first movie on set. She died in the very first movie. Is that why they had her like held up with strings and stuff throughout the movie? Yeah, they had to kind of pull her together with muscle men. Right. The rest of the show. Right. That's what, that that now that makes sense. I always wondered why they did that. <laughs> All right. So, what movie? What cursed movie did you review? Are you reviewing this week? Um. <laughs> Oh, oh, ooh, what? Look at this. She, she, and this is part of the curse. She was murdered by her ex-boyfriend just 19 days before her 23rd birthday. Yeah, but see, that's like, that's done by She's a the person. Of Dominic Dunn, the, uh, the, uh, so, and guy like a okay, 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 all right, uh, hold on a second. So you, you definitely think there's a curse on this movie, correct? I, I think there's a lot of weird circumstances. I'm not going to go as so far and to realistically say that it's a curse, but there's a lot of strange stuff surrounding this story. Really, it does seem cursed to me. Whether it's, whether it's directly related with the movie or not, or just a whole bunch of people dying random ways, I don't know if any other movie where... I mean, this is... What is that? I'm going to say this... I'll say this one more time. You, you don't you don't know about it because it's not advertised. But there's tons of movies and TV shows where people yeah. murdered and died. But anyways, I don't want to talk about this anymore because we just keep saying the same things. Now, uh, all right. what what movie did you review? Uh, well, first of all, have you found? Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The have you have you have you found a way to watch uh, Terminator well, Five? I would watch Mad Max movie like I said it was done. Okay, have you found? Did you find a way to watch Terminator Five? No, I, you know, I, I looked, I checked my email, I checked around town, I don't have any test screenings for that, like, they don't do test screenings for big 10 movies during the summer, I mean, that's a July 1st release, or July 4th weekend. Can you go uh, on some sort of torrent site and, um, and, and find the scripts? I just, I want to spoil this movie. I mean, I might be able to find the script or something online. Well, uh, we know how, it, we know how it ends anyways, Terminator wins. And he, get, and he I mean, gets killed. Because they need to have well, how much you want to bet? This would be a good bet, actually. That he says, I'll be back at the end. I'm betting they're over well, he that. Did say, I'll be back because that's in the trailer. Is it? Well, there, <laughs> yeah. goes, there goes that bet. Yeah, he's in a helicopter with some chick. And he, right before he dives out of the helicopter, he's like, I'll be back. You know, I think that movie Sabotage was cursed because he dissed the shit out of me on that. And I died a thousand deaths on that stairwell. Dude, and that happened inside the Herald Examiner. In the Herald Examiner. The See, it's all coming together. Dude, full circle. Yeah. So, what movie? Yeah, you, I saw the new Mad Max. So, so hold on. Uh, so it, how? It happens to be directed by George Miller. Hey. Who directed the other three Max movies? Oh, cool. Now, how cute is Charlie Throne with that shaved head? Come on. And uh, I don't know if cute is, I don't know if cute's the right Oh, word. she's so cute. And how about that guy with the Gibson double neck guitar? Fucking shredding that double I mean, axe. That was the best part of the movie. The movie? The guitar? The dude on the front of the fucking, uh, whatever that mobile was, playing guitar <laughs> like that pedal, uh, as they drive down the road. That was the best Did part. Did he of actually the movie. play it? Because I only saw it in the, um, in the advertisement and I fucking lit a fire in my heart. I was like, oh, dude, the Gibson double neck. Shredding! Every, everywhere the, everywhere the, like, 
main evil boss guy or whatever goes, that dude is sitting in the front playing guitar. So it, so it's day. a constant. It's a constant throughout the movie. That guy's in it a yeah. lot. Oh, that's so great. That's so yeah. great. That's that's the best part of the whole movie. Awesome. I like how I like how I picked that out. That stood out so much in the trailer. I'm glad you picked that out because I did want to bring that up. In the tra- anytime there's a Gibson double neck, that's already fucking great because the double neck guitar is just the most excessive thing in the world. You know, like you just never need that yeah. many guitars on one fucking body, unless you're playing Stairway to Heaven. That's why Jimmy Page had it made. But no one plays <laughs> Stairway to Heaven anymore. Hey, no, that was that's for the movie for me. All right, good. Me and you are on the same page on this. Yeah. And so, and so, do you like the other Mad Max movies? Well, there was the first one in 1979 called Mad Max. That one's... The Road Warrior, technically Mad Max 2 in 81. The, um... There was the other dome, of course, with uh, Tina Turner in 85. And so, the first one's kind of boring, right? It's just him hiding out in the woods, isn't it? That's all I remember. I, I can't even remember, dude. It's been four years I've seen those movies. Right? 35 years or whatever. Okay, so this new Mad Max, is this a reboot or is it a sequel or a prequel? What is it? I, I think it just stands on its own. Like, I don't think it's a sequel. It doesn't really tie in. Like, because Mel Gibson's not in it. It doesn't tie into him at all. They don't bring up his character. So, it's um, just that world, it's the world of the second movie, basically. So, it's like kind of a, like a parallel storyline of the second movie, in a way. Like, it's from that time period, in that so-called history. Uh, I, I feel like I should have watched the first three again before going to see it. I didn't think I would need but maybe, because I, I don't know how it could possibly tie in. So, it sounds like I really it, don't know what happened in the movie. So, it does. I watched the movie. Yeah. And it's basically a two-hour-long car chase. It starts out with a car chase, and it ends with a car chase, and that's all that happens. There is no story development. Yeah, there but is no character development. Yeah, but Gibson uh, Doubleneck and Charlie's Theron. I mean, <laughs> so you hated it? Yeah, I was. That was huge. It was a huge disappointment for me. That's too bad. I heard I it was, was really good. Great. I heard it was really good. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, I heard it was good, too. I love Tom Hardy. I love Charlie Theron. But, like I'm saying, there's no character development. There's no story. You don't have any... You don't have any kind of emotional attachment to any of the characters. You don't know what's... Well... That was weird shit happening at car chase, and it ends the same way. Like, the whole movie is all fucking car chase. Well, you have an emotional... You have an emotional attachment to Charlie Theron. I mean, how can you not? Uh, her as a real person, as a real person, sure. With that bald head. As an actor in this movie, character, no. What if she talked like Curly from the Three Stooges with that shaved head? I'm trying to think, oh, but nothing happens. That would be a huge turn off. That would be so great if she talked like Curly. Give me, give me, you know, let's go. No, 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 no. I don't even know. There's no reason to watch the first three movies. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. There's nothing Mad Max and Mel Gibson can do about it. I mean, I thought that was a little disappointing. I thought maybe Mad Max have a, I mean, I thought, he said, I thought uh, Gibson have a cameo regardless of what kind of a dickhead he is. That'd be great if he said something racist. 
to like the opposing yeah. army. He just shows up and fucking ran. And then they cut him and then that's it. He gets up there and he's like, oh, what'd you guys meet on J-Day? Just had a bunch of makeup on and he was one of those, uh, one of those people in the movie, but, well. Oh, well. All right, now here, answer me this, movie, movie buff. Uh, weird science. Those freaks that show up at the end, they're all in the Mad Max movie, right? The motorcycle gang? Uh, well, I, I don't remember, dude. That's 1985. I, I, you, you don't overestimate my memory. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, I'll just... If only there was a machine I could check to see if they were the same actors. But I guess there's not. I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can find a real... No, that's all right. So we got a really bad connection here, Wendell. What are you giving this movie? Yeah, we do have a package. What are we giving this movie? Uh, what am I giving this movie? Uh, you know, the set design was really good. The, the props, the cars, the stuff that they made, really good. I love the two stars, the Tom Hardy and Billy Throne are great You actors. mean the two stars, you they mean the six string? You mean the six string and the 12 string? On that one guy's guitar? The two stars? Yeah, that dude was great. Yeah. That's, that was the highlight of the movie. Um, does he shred? Does he play solos? What does he do? Well, he has like a whole bank, like wall of speakers behind him. You can't really tell what he's playing because it's just blasting out from behind him. That's I awesome. didn't recognize any of the songs. But he's constantly playing like death metal and kind of slams <laughs> into the rest of the band. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't think I can give this movie more than two. Do ice cream effect, dude? Like it, it was, it was just a little disappointing. I expected some kind of there was some kind of backstory, something to like get me like there was no backstory for any of these characters. You have no idea. Where I'll tell you what the backstory is. Why they were in the position. I'll tell you what the backstory nothing. is. You know what the backstory mm-hmm. is? There's titties underneath Charlie Theron's blouse. <laughs> That's the backstory. That's true. Yeah, that's another thing. Why underneath that, underneath yeah, that shirt. What? Say that again? You're a post-apocalyptic fucked up world with violence everywhere in the Yeah, but you don't want your titties all sunburned. They're on the desert, aren't they? <laughs> they are on the desert. But they go inside once in a while. Sometimes they're in a car, you know. Isn't, isn't the second one, um, Road Warrior, isn't that like incredibly homoerotic? I mean, aren't you lucky just to have a woman there, shaved her head or no shaved head? There's actually, there's actually, in this in the new one, there's actually several uh, fairly good-looking uh, women. In this good. Movie. They're scantily clad, but they don't ever get naked. You keep saying this movie's bad. It sounds good to me. Well, I mean, I would be interested to see what someone else says. Like, feel free to go watch it. You know what you think. Uh, but honestly, there was no, there was no development. Of, there was no story. There was no character development. You have no idea. You leave there knowing nothing. Like you know, no nothing about why anything happened. Okay. So when is this Terminator? It's, it's, when it, when it, when is Terminator coming out? Terminator comes out July first. All right. I'm gonna go see that with you. 
Me and you are going. Me and you are going because I'm going to be back from tour, and uh, I'm going to have that week off, and we're going to the goddamn movies. You understand me? We're going in my neighborhood, but we're going to the movies. Yeah, I, I say we go to the dome. It'll probably be at the dome, like, watch it on the cinema dome. All right. The Terror Dome? Yeah, the Terror, yeah. The well, Thunder? The, the Thunder dome. dome? Hollywood. Okay. All right. Well, we limped through this I, podcast. I IMDb here. I see that they announced a couple of days ago another uh, Mad Max movie. What? Yep, Mad Max, The Wasteland. And what is Charlie Theron's name in this? Uh, she's not attached to the movie as of right now. Hey. As of right now, Tom Hardy is hey. attached to it. Let me ask you this. How come... Hold on a second. We got bad audio. Not even... How come... How come Charlie Theron doesn't have a South African accent? What's... What's up with that? Huh? She's a very good actor. No, but even when she goes on The Tonight Show and stuff, she didn't have one. It's like she got it erased or something. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to uh, lose your accent. You think there's a way for me to stop talking like an idiot from Maryland? I don't think you sound any different than anyone else. I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, because you're from Virginia. Yeah. Have you ever listened to our podcast? We don't pronounce any of our, our fucking words. See that? And I just curse for no reason. We're inbreds. Well, I'm kind of and stuff. We're inbreds, dude. I don't know about all that. I'm down. Me and Tim Conlon talk like fucking backwoods hillbillies. <laughs> like if we say... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, he doesn't, I never really know how to act in here, but then there's other actors. Oh. You don't think have access. You watch a movie like uh, American Psycho. Homie. Christian Bale. Homie. Then you see an interview with him because of ridiculous accent. Homie. And you're you, like, wow, you're blown away. Dude, you got an accent. I hate to tell you. You got a goddamn accent. I'm sure I still have a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You're taking that shit to the grave. I've been 15 years. I don't know how I still have one. Yeah, well, you do. And I do. I don't know. And there's nothing we could do about it. Except Charlie's. I mean, Charlie's wouldn't have to do anything except show up and look pretty. And then she went and, and like, put in all this work just to be presentable. After she's the most present. If you haven't noticed, I have a crush on Charlie's Theron. The sister on IMDb that her mother bought her a one week ticket to LA in 1974. So I guess it took her 20 years to lose her accent. 1974? 94. Okay. And then she was immediately in that fucking Woody Allen movie. Then she was in what? Mighty Joe Young? Uh, let's, uh, Her first movie was Children of the Corn 3, Urban awesome. Harvest. Awesome. 1995. Alright. Then she was in Two Days in the Valley. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what put her on the map, probably, huh? That she's in Celebrity, right? Then she was in that Tom Hanks movie, That Thing You Do, that he directed. Oh, damn. Yep. Yeah. Then right. she was in some TV movie called Hollywood Confidential that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a fake L.A. Confidential. You know? That's like a rip-off. Oh, okay. Then she was in uh, a horrible comedy 
called Trial and Error, Error with Michael Richards and Jeff Daniels. <laughs> and uh, then he was in Devil That. Okay. Um, with the Pacino. Okay. And then she was a celebrity. Okay. Um, that that concludes the first half of Charlie's Theron's IMDb. I recommend just looking at pictures. Um, but yeah. I'm going to get running. I got to call uh, Craig Bigfoot Coleman right now. Alright. Alright. Tell him I said hi and uh, good luck finding the Bigfoot. Alright, dude. Uh, we're going to do a bunch of podcasts this week. Get some movies in. Watch some movies today. Alright, yeah. You know what? I'm watching, uh, I'll give you a teaser. I'm watching a new documentary on HBO called Tales of the Grim Sleeper. Okay. About a serial killer that's lived in Los Angeles for 25 years and no one knows about. Was he around during the filming of Poltergeist? Because I think that might be the connection. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he was. Okay, he so. Might, maybe this ties in. So this story is not finished yet. This case is not closed. No. Okay. All right, buddy. Uh, I will be in touch with you in the next couple of days. Copy that. All right, dog. All right. Over and out. Later. Later. Peace. God, it's good to talk to somebody. Jesus Christ. You guys have no idea. That was like the best conversation of my week. What else we got here? Let's call old. Old Coleman. The fucking, the butter on the bread. Of, hey, Coleman. Uh, oh, well. So, yo, Craig, man, just hitting you up. Just seeing if you were around. Duh, 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 duh. I think that's going to do it for the old uh, full charge power hour. Um, it was fun checking in with you this week. I needed this conversation. I needed this podcast. I apologize the audio is so goddamn bad. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I will talk to you guys. Peace out. Later.